Hello, ladies. We would like to welcome you to our Goodness and Gracious podcast. It is our desire for this podcast to help women to grow and be strengthened by taking the Bible and laying out God's plan for our lives. Now, throw in some laundry. If you have kids at home, send them to their room. Grab a cup of coffee or your favorite drink because it's time for just you and God. Oh, well, and I guess us. Now, let's dive right in. Welcome back, everyone, to Goodness and Gracious. I'm Chrissy. I'm Renee. As you may know, we have started our Fruit of the Spirit series, and we started with love in February and moved to joy this month. As promised, we are blessed to have our special guest with us. Woohoo! Woohoo! And we are going to let them chime in on their thoughts about joy. We want to welcome Rachel Hines. Hello. And Jamie Moore. Hello, everyone. Some of you may already know this, but Jamie and Rachel have their own podcast, and that is the NOYC Godcast. We have talked about this several times um, on here, and if you haven't started listening to them, we highly recommend it. Mm -hmm. A new podcast airs, and I say airs, it doesn't really airish, and they're not going on the radio or anything. Right. Uh, Every Monday... And you can find that on NOIC and Sandhill Church Facebook pages, YouTube, and you can also sign up to receive the NOIC email that includes a link to the podcast. There's this actually video, not just audio. Yeah. So you get to see their beautiful faces. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I'm sorry. Did I miss, did I miss <laughs> an avenue? I mean, uh, the normal podcast app, like you can... Uh, oh, like Apple? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like if you have the purple podcast app, um, okay. yours is on there as well if you type in the goodness and gracious. And right. then ours is if you type in NOIC Godcast, I believe both of those pop up. Okay. Excellent. All right. So let's dive right in. Um, Our theme verse is Galatians 5, 22 through 23. But the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, long suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance against such there is no law. So Jamie and Rachel. Mm hmm. Do you think that we sometimes take the first two to three of these fruits and slap the same old meaning on them? And since we know what they say, we just skip right over them. Yeah, I think that we do that. I think that um, we, because we as humans, we think that we're smarter than what we actually are. Mm -hmm. And so I do think that we do that. But also, I think that we try to bend them to what we want them to be because um, these, the fruits of the spirit are not easy tasks. Right. Um, these are the things that we're called to be by God, to be a Christian. This is what you're supposed to be showing. Mm -hmm. And so they're not easy. And I think a lot of times that we like to not think about them because we want to put them in a, um, like in a design that makes us feel comfortable. Right. I agree. So do you think that we, um, so we, we know how to do the, the first two to three, it's the last ones that we're like, eh, we're not quite sure on what that is. Mm-hmm. So we're going to need Jesus's help with those. Yep. But we we know we got these first three mm-hmm. down pat. So when did you first realize that you had joy, Rachel? Well, I don't know that it was like it slapped me in the face when I woke up one morning. It was like, <laughs> I got joy. I got it. <laughs> you know, I don't wow. think it was... <laughs> or did you just start singing the song? Yeah, mm-hmm. I just woke up one morning and instantly my feet hit the ground. I'm like, I got the joy. Exactly. Um, and hey, I we said, saying that the last one was attack. And I don't know what happened. <laughs> Jamie came in with attack. Uh, and, uh, b- but um, the Bible says fruit of the spirit. So mm-hmm. you can't have one without the other, right? So mm-hmm. I think that we're like, well, I love, but like I'm not always joyful. Mm-hmm. Well, then you probably aren't loving. Mm-hmm. And right. so I think it's when you realize 
Like for me, like I maybe didn't realize I had so much joy until I realized how much God had helped me love others that have hurt me or done wrong. And then I think he just kind of, you see, you have all of them. Cause like I said, it's a fruit. It's not mm-hmm. fruits. Yes. It's yeah. a fruit of the spirit. Yeah. And so I think for me, it was kind of realizing one connected to the other. And I joy think that is where that. people get confused is the S of mm-hmm. fruit. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they think fruits, eh, you know, who cares about this one? Who cares about this yeah. one? You know, right. They pick and choose. all lumped mm-hmm. together as one fruit. Yep. yep. They're like looking at it and it's like a fruit basket. They're like, oh, well, I like this one. I like this yes. one. I like this one. But if it's all one fruit, you don't get to choose. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So with each step that you grow closer to Christ, your fruit grows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I like what you said there because fruits would it would basically say that there's more than one tree. Yeah. And there's not more than one tree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's one tree and it's it's bearing the same kind of fruit just with a different name on it. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I'm not sure if either of you are reading the Paul Chapel devotional that the church started in January, mm-hmm. but we referenced a story from that in our last segment. The story was about a chaplain from the 1600s that was imprisoned when King Charles I was overthrown. And this is what he had to say. He said, They have not taken away my merry countenance, my cheerful spirit, and a good conscience. They have still left me with the providence of God and all his promises, my hopes of heaven, and my charity to them too. And still I sleep and digest, eat and drink, I read and meditate. And he that hath so many causes of joy and so great should never choose to sit down upon his little handful of thorns. Mm-hmm. Kind of reminds me of that tack. Did no, you, mm-hmm. you bring your tack? tack? Mm-hmm. Didn't bring the tack. Yep. So when you think about the hurts and snares and annoyances of life, compared to joy that is him, can you say that your joy is enough to make you avoid sitting on the little handful of thorns? So for me, this isn't fun. <laughs> oh, it's, been, it's been a little while back. CJ was gone for like all day. It was a Saturday, so he should have been home with us, family, but he had to go help someone. And so I'm really bad when, when he's gone or whatever. My mind starts wondering. They're like, oh, maybe he doesn't want to come home. And like all the dumb thoughts that Satan was put in your head. Mm-hmm. And I went to my room and I was just like, I want to have a pity party. So I'm sitting on my bed and like I wanted to cry. And I was like, I have a reason to cry. CJ's not home and I need him here to help me with the kids. And then God's like, but really? You know, God's like, mm-hmm. yeah. but yeah. like, you know, like I give you all this stuff and like God's telling me all these truths and I'm like, I don't want to talk about it right now. I'm talking about this right now. I want to be so, me right now. Yeah. yeah. And so I guess God brings me back to the truths and that's how you kind of stay in joy yep. is mm-hmm. by staying in his truths mm-hmm. and his promises. Agreed. Yep. I would say one of the, um, and we've talked about this story on our podcast before, but one of the biggest like like showings in our lives of joy is when we're at camp and there's everything Mm -hmm. is going wrong, but we're still like, we still want to be there. We're still joyful. We're still like, we were sunburnt to a crisp Mm -hmm. and we almost didn't even, yes, you were. And we Mm -hmm. didn't even almost feel it because, and that wasn't us because we're big babies. Mm -hmm. And so, and she's very pale. And so (laughs) it was not good, but like, that's what I'm saying. Like he was able to bring us through that. And we almost didn't even notice it because of the joy that we had. And I think that's, like the, you know, the thorns, mm-hmm. they, you won't even notice them right. if you have the true joy and you're actually allowing God to do that through you. Yeah. And to realize that it's, it's not enough for you to just sit down on this little, little pile mm-hmm. of thorns when you have so much to be joyful about. Mm-hmm. 
So Hebrews 12, 2 says, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. So ladies, what does it do to you to read this verse and know that the joy that was set before him is you? I think it's humbling. Yeah. Because I think if we truly understood that and we um, processed to its full you know, meaning, which we probably will never be able to until, you know, the other side of this earth or the, to heaven, I guess. Um, but if you actually took that in and you thought of that, it's like the whole thing of he was thinking of you when he died. Like if you actually process that, you wouldn't you wouldn't be. Um, oh, well, I don't want to give up this thing or I don't want to do this thing because that's too pricey for me. You would be given anything if you actually process that the right way. Right. I agree. One thing that I love about the word of God is that you find words and phrases used in in context. I believe the truest of contexts, and they tend to leave the faint of heart and purest in heart scratching their heads. So scriptures like James 1, 2 through 4, my brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations. Knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience, but let patience have her perfect worth, that you may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. As I said in part one of our joy segment, this verse has intrigued me from the very beginning of my salvation. Does this verse make you scratch your head? And what does it mean to you? So I think that... um for me, I've always taken this as um, if you weren't already, if you're not in the will of God, then you're not going to be tempted. Do you know what mm. I mean? And so if you are not, if you're living a worldly life, Satan doesn't care. Why Why would he care about you if you, he already has you? Hmm. I never looked at it that way. If he already has you. So if you're living his life, you are going to be tempted. That's why we should have counted joy when you fall into diverse t- temptations. Because if you didn't have those temptations, then you wouldn't be in the will of God. That's very, very deep, Jane. Very deep. I don't think I've ever. I don't think I've <laughs> ever drop. looked at it. <laughs> no, my, she's dead. She's she's walking out. She's walking out. How can I follow that? Yeah. <laughs> so in the last segment, we talked about true joy, true joy, and how we mistake the cheap knockoff of happiness for this true joy. What is your take on the comparison of happiness versus joy? And have you ever found that you made that very mistake? Um, I think the way you guys put it last week really summed it up. We did a podcast series. Mm-hmm. It was yep. a whole series on yep. joy. And um, kind of the same thing, happiness versus joy. Because the world definitely gets the two mixed up. Uh, the church gets the two mixed up. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, but, you know, and like so you guys summed it up really well. Um, have I ever found that I have gotten the two confused. Yeah, for sure. sure. Um, I think I've shared on this podcast before when I was on it. I don't remember. Proverbs. Is that what I was on? Yeah, when we did our series on Proverbs. Um, So being a mom was my goal in life. That's what I always wanted to be. And I had two little boys that brought me happiness. And I thought they were my joy. I thought they were bringing me joy. But they were, I don't know, maybe two and one somewhere. They were pretty little. And I was just miserable. Like, I was like, this isn't, I haven't arrived. Like, this isn't what I hope for. This isn't what I've been looking for my whole life. And it's because 
I was seeking in them what they couldn't give me. And so I was thought they were going to bring me joy, but really they're bringing me happiness. They do bring me joy, but it's not the same thing. Right. Well, I think that when you have everything else in place, when you're actually allowing yourself to um, be given joy by God or, you know, you will, those other things will give you joy as well. So like when you're finally at the point where God is your only source of joy, he allows other things to bring you joy as Mm -hmm. well. It's just not the source of it. Right. Yeah. I had said in the last segment that um, you can experience joy. You can Mm -hmm. in things, but you have to be looking at it through the correct lens. You have to be looking at it through the Jesus lens. You have to let him let you see the joy that are that is in things it has to come directly from him you can't do it separate from him so i agree with you on that and i like what you had to say rachel um you are expecting out of them what they could couldn't give you mm-hmm. and that sums up what is wrong with this world mm-hmm. they're looking for something that only god can provide in so many other things and that's what gets them in trouble yep. mm-hmm. we have said many times that joy comes from jesus So while preparing for this lesson on joy, I came across some reasons of why we have joy in Jesus. This is from Heather on Lessons from Home website. Number one, he cannot be taken away from us. True joy can't be stolen. Mm -hmm. Number two, he's always with us. He'll never leave us. Number three, we have salvation through his blood. Number four, we have hope through Jesus. Never hopeless when we have Christ. Five, we have peace through Jesus. And number six, he hears us. How reassuring to know that our Heavenly Father hears us when we pray. So Rachel and Jamie, what are some of the reasons you have joy? I really like that. Um, So the number one where it can't be taken away from us. I really like that one. I think that's one of the things that um, gives me joy is um, I was listening to a song. I'm sure I've brought it up on the podcast before. It's the but the line on it is they can take our lives, but they can't take what we believe in. And so even if they were to come in, you know, take us away today, just because they have the ability to take us away and kill us does not mean they have the right to take the joy mm-hmm. that we have in our heart. So it does not matter if I'm staying. I don't know. People don't do guillotines anymore. But if you're ready to be <laughs> I beheaded, think it's guillotine. Guillotine. I like to add L's to things. Um, But if I was there, standing there, getting ready to have my head chopped off, they wouldn't be able to take that away from me, no matter how much they wanted to. And I think that's one of the reasons I have Mm -hmm. joy is because it does give me the sense of it doesn't matter what's going on around me. It doesn't matter who doesn't want me to be joyful. I get to be joyful. Yeah, I I firmly agree with you. And I guess we don't know what that looks like. Mm -hmm. No one being able to take that joy from us. We don't know what that looks like until we're until one day we may be faced with the fact of we're looking at someone and knowing full well that we have something that they can't take from us. Mm-hmm. When, until you're in that situation, you don't really know. I mean, we can say it, we can say it and we can believe it, yep. but to experience it, that's, that's right. a whole nother story. Well, the sad thing is, is that we allow things to take our joy that aren't even that serious. Uh, <laughs> I agree with you 100%. So, so I, and um, just for like an example, like a lot, I feel like almost everybody that's sitting even in our churches or other churches that we're um, associated with will say, oh yeah, no, they can't take my joy away. I'm going to be standing up there. I'm going to be proclaiming his name, everything. But if somebody, you know, sits in their seat at church, <laughs> that's crossing the line. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And it's, and it, it is, it's a little bit ridiculous that we think that the big things are the big deal. Like, yes, I will keep my joy in this, but the little things yeah. are not that big of a deal. When God, I'm pretty sure, I can't quote it, but I'm pretty sure if, he, if there's a um, 
there's a verse that says if you can't handle the small things, he's not going to give you big things. Yeah. So if you can't have joy in the little things, he's not going to yeah. allow you to go to the big things. You have been faithful in the little amount. Yes. You, you'll be faithful in much. Yeah. Yep. Um, so we had a situation this past week, and I was in a pretty uncomfortable situation. And I, Josh had just preached on misplacing your Jesus. Mm-hmm. And um, he had sent me a text you know, basically just cheering me on and letting me know he's praying for me. And I said, I'm really trying very hard not to misplace my Jesus right now. <laughs> you know, so something like that, it just it it wasn't it was significant, but not significant enough for me to lose my joy in. And I was really glad for that message because it. I just kept saying that don't misplace your Jesus. Don't mm-hmm. misplace your Jesus. Yep. In the last segment, we talked about John 15 and how the chapter is full of things, some of them that are not so pleasurable. And yet right in the middle in John 15, 11, he says, these things have I spoken unto you that my joy might remain in you and that your joy might be full. What are your thoughts on him saying that the world hated him? So it will surely hate you. And does that make you feel all kinds of joy? brings me all the joy to know i am hated <laughs> but but i mean in reality like it's you're christ-like christ mm-hmm. was hated you're gonna be hated yeah. so if we want to truly live christ-like a christian life christian means christ-like then you're gonna be hated and to know that you're following in his footsteps will bring you joy and will bring you the fruit of the spirit yep so like like i was saying some well-meaning christians tell you that if somebody's hating you it's not good yeah but that's very contrary to what the word of word of god says so and i don't think that we should be out there trying to make people hate us you know <laughs> we definitely should at it. yes <laughs> <laughs> yes they are yep. but i i do think that we need to stay focused you know if we are focused on him and they're the world is hating us i think that we're on a good track not to think that we are you know, and I've shared this before, but like I just feel like, like with that's something that needed to be said to people, especially younger generation, because I remember growing up and I remember thinking that having people not like me was an an error in my Christianity. Like I was not doing something right if somebody didn't yeah. like me. Yeah, and. The Bible literally says the opposite. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it doesn't give me the right to be just a jerk and, you know, whatever. But if I'm doing what God wants me to do and people don't like me because of that, that's not an error in my Christianity. That's a that's a positive in my Christianity. Right. That's what I'm supposed to be doing. Right. So I think that we have determined that our relationship with Christ is the only thing that factors in when it comes to determining if we have joy or not. So that's our relationship with him. That's going to be the determining factor. Last time, Renee shared some things that she came across in her studies. Renee, why don't you share those things and we can get Jamie and Rachel's thoughts on them. All right. Faith and obedience to him brings us joy. What does this mean to you ladies? I think that's the only way you can have joy. Like to, because again, it's the whole thing of if you're close to him, if you're you, if you have that relationship with him, the only way you're going to get joy is if you're constantly closer to him. So faith and obedience are the avenues to get closer to him. So you almost, if you're cutting out faith and obedience from your joy, then um, 
and you're not having joy. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it's a cheap knockoff. Well, think of like when it's a very long time ago for you guys, but when you were little and you disobeyed Rude. your parents. <laughs> I am so offended right now. Uh, when you disobey your parents, like what is in the back of your mind every time you're going for that cookie that you said not, they said not to get to or whatever. Mm-hmm. The whole time you're not happy about eating that cookie. You're like, I know I should be eating this. Yeah. And you might be enjoying the cookie, but you're really not enjoying it because you know you disobeyed mm-hmm. and so i think you if, don't know what's coming <laughs> right, yeah. right so but i think if you are disobedient then you, you're in the back of your mind you're like i know that this is wrong and yeah. you just can't have joy with it yeah. it's just like how the it's all one fruit you won't be have you won't have contentment if you're not obeying mm-hmm. yep. so if you have you know if you, don't, if you don't have the obeying in the faith then you're just your joy is empty yep i agree So here's another one. How much joy we experience directly relates to the closeness and steadfastness of our relationship with him. So how does this work for you? Um, so we've been talking about it. I don't know if it's Sunday school or what, when, where we've been talking about it, but it's not, we we, talk about so much. I know it's so much that we're getting in. Yes. Um, but it's not about like, it's my whole life. It was very like, I have to read every single day. I have to pray every single day and then God will do what I want. I have to, if I'm if I missed a day reading or praying, if I didn't pray for this amount of time, I'm not going to be able to have joy because I wasn't close to God. He's going to turn his back mm-hmm. on me. He's going to be mad at me. Mm-hmm. And what's so what I love the most is that when I come to him, even if I was busy and I was I had a billion excuses that were not legitimate, but I used them anyway. And I missed a day or two in my reading or praying or whatever. When I come to him, it's not an angry God that's like, well, right. sh- you didn't even talk to me last <laughs> yeah. two days. It's thank you for finally coming here right. and being back with me again. That's never vengeful or hate or anything like that. He's the same, the same feeling you get when you pray every single day is the same feeling even when you miss a day. Yeah. yeah. Right. Sometimes, and this isn't an excuse for not reading or praying for two days in a row, but sometimes it's even better. Yeah. Sometimes it's even sweeter. And that just makes you feel all the more humble. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All the more humble. So having joy blesses us. Let's hear your explanation on that one. I think that if you have true joy, the the things and so blesses us, it could be seen as physical, tangible things like um, when you have joy and you're obedient to God that you will get these other things. You know, you get, I don't know, what, what do people want today? Switches. Burgers. I don't know. Burgers. Burgers. <laughs> Chicken nuggets. Chicken nuggets. Like those things. It can, but I'm the things that he blesses us with are the other like the fruit. You know what I mean? It's the the joy itself is a blessing because if you ever been around someone that is not joyful, yes, they are not blessed. <laughs> <laughs> like yes. to be joyful is such a blessing. Yes, and to be able to see that because if you have true joy, I think that you're able to. You're not lost in a whirlwind of like, I don't know what's going on. It's you're understanding that this is coming from him. And so when you're in that, you're in joy and you see someone that's not in joy, you're like, thank you for not (laughs) that. You know know what I mean? And it's not even in a mean way. It's just a thank you for allowing me not to be that way. Well, too, when you're joyful, that's when you see your blessings more. Mm -hmm. You know, when you're not in the joyful, you're not thinking of all the blessings God's given you. But when Mm -hmm. your eyes are fixed on joy and you're seeing it through the lens of joy, that's when you really recognize your blessings, you know, whether tangible or not. Mm -hmm. So I had a, once again, it was a rough week, um, but I found myself joyful throughout the whole week. I, and I really, really couldn't believe it. And then last night, so 
the boys got to spend the night. The last time they spent the night, they didn't get to sleep with Mima because um, Mima was sleeping with Kari Grace. And we don't, all four of us fit in the bed, the bed very good at all. So last night, um, and they kept, they kept asking, you're sleeping with us, right? You know, they were afraid I was going to send Papa back in there with them. And I'm like, yeah, Mima's going to sleep with you. And Kason says, where are you going to sleep? And I said, well, I'm going to sleep in the middle, you know, where I always sleep. And he said, but you're back because he knows Tom and I have our perfect divots on each side and there's a big <laughs> lump in the middle. Um, so when they spend the night, they like to be on the outer edge and they like to put me in the middle and it hurts my back. And Kason's like, but you're back. And I'm like, oh, it'll be OK. So I climbed up in there and I'm laying next to him. Got her um, hands behind her head, legs crossed. We're just relaxing, watching some YouTube. And. I was like, I just had this overwhelming feeling. And I said, Callan, Kason, I wouldn't want to be anywhere other than where I'm at right now. Mm -hmm. You know, it's very important that you know that, you know, and just joy, Mm -hmm. just ending this week with just utter joy, even with as bad as it was as it started out in the beginning. So. Well, kind of, I know this whole podcast kind of just reminds me of the girls at camp. Um, camp can be very strenuous. Oh, I know they stay up very late to get up very early. Just a lot of things go on. But if you've seen them, we get there on Sunday. We don't leave till the following Saturday. They have smiles on their faces knowing that not everybody is cooperating the way they're supposed to be. Everybody's not being as nice as they should be. If you're a Christian, you're supposed to be nice, right? <laughs> but to see these ladies at camp is just to me just phenomenal because they always have a smile on their face. They're always willing to help and they just have joy throughout the whole camp. And to me, that is um, a very big testimony, mm-hmm. you know, in their lives to be able to show everybody at camp that even this week, how hard it is. I still have my joy because that's where Jesus yep. is where my joy comes from. Yep. It's funny what he will sail you through if you let him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Number four, joy helps us enjoy life and be grateful for everything God provides. So how does how does this happen? I think that it just, you know, we kind of touched on it a little bit, but it was more, it's just when you have joy, you're able to see things the way that God allows you to see them instead of being caught up in ourselves. And so joy is like, I think that's what people, and this is like the big comparison. So you have your happiness, you have your joy. Happiness is self-centered. Joy is outward focused. And that's exactly what it is. So when you are outward focused, you're able to see the things, even if they're not perfect, even if there could be a haywire hot mess, like you still see the joy in those things because you're outward focused and you're not worried about you. Even if you know where you're going to sleep, your back's going to hurt the next day. (laughs) Yeah. Or you know that you um, are going to be out in the sun for 500 years and then you're going to be a lobster. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Hypothetically. Hypothetically. (laughs) Hypothetically. So every day, life throws us curveballs in the joy department. I think Renee's got a little bit to say about yeah. that. <laughs> the other week, I had a rough week physically. I mean, I just felt terrible every day. And this past week has been a rough week mentally. I mean, I just was not mentally just was not doing very well at all. But both of these weeks, I have kept my joy. How? Because I have focused on the goodness of him. And I know that every week, will be like these. Mm-hmm. And he is my joy in life. And not just because I'm having a good day. I can have joy even on my worst days. So Rachel, 
you have three precious babies. Mm-hmm. When they are all fussing and wanting this or wanting that, how do you keep your joy throughout the day? When they want a snack. <laughs> nah, nas. A nas. I want a nas. One wants a nas. One can't get their mouse to connect to their laptop. And the other one is can't read. Foot <laughs> stuck in the couch. Yeah. Um, I'm glad to think you think I keep my joy when all that is happening. Um, <laughs> but well, so, if you don't keep your joy, how do you get your joy back? So we'll just kind of do so both parts. Schooling, especially, that is something that I love, but is it's a really big challenge joy tester (laughs) yeah (laughs) uh because neither one of them can read they both need my help at the exact same time while kari you may not know is a little needy a little drama filled so three kids literally all at the same time like mom and it's just it's i need a cup of coffee just talking about it (laughs) um but just this week or the last week or i don't remember when it was i was down praying and i was um just thinking about having kids has taught me so much spiritually but thinking about when i sin and when i do wrong mm-hmm. what does god do does he yell and scream and say stop doing that why are you doing that no he he lovingly holds me in his arms and says i want better for you than that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and he so clearly showed me that why can't you parent this way and so now every time i want to yell <laughs> <laughs> i think God would never yell at me. Right. God would never yell at us. Even when you're being dramatic. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. And so that's something that I have been trying to stop. And when they're all three being poops, can I say poop on a podcast? (laughs) You can't share. That's what I've been focusing on is how would God parent me right now? If I was gossiping, if I was lying, if I was, I don't know, whatever sin that I might be struggling with, not that I struggle with those ones specifically. (laughs) came to my mind but uh we can't gasp it's march <laughs> yeah that's why we shouldn't no, gasp. yeah it's i'm march. joking i'm joking uh scratch but, that but basically just trying to teach them the way he's teaching me it's never anger it's never mean when you come back to him yeah he chastises us but so lovingly, but lovingly yes. exactly. and so now i want to when callan's upset because he's very not patient at all <laughs> with anything. Mm-mm. And so when he's freaking out, and he can't do anything. And Kari wants the seventh NAS of the morning. <laughs> and I just feel like I'm done instead of screaming, stop, which I do so often. I just want to lovingly hold them. Cause that's what I feel like when I come back to him after being a poop myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, I just feel like his arms are wrapped yeah. around me and he's like, Let's try that this way this yeah. time. Mm-hmm. And so I guess, I don't know if that even answers your question, yes. but I guess that's yeah. that's what he's yeah. been teaching me lately. Yeah, and definitely taught me a lesson. So I have been, he's impressed upon me to start parenting that way. Now, we all know that all three of my kids are adults, so they don't need the same kind of parenting as they have needed in the past. But I still have sometimes in, with the youngest one. <laughs> That is kind of like Callan. <laughs> um, when I'm struggling with something that he's doing or he's saying, or I have been trying to parent like God parents me, mm-hmm. but I didn't realize that he was telling me to do that until you just said it. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? I didn't realize it. And that makes perfect sense to me now on why I have, um, a little bit more patience each and every time. It's not because of me. It's because of him. Mm-hmm. 
But now that you say that, now I know what he's, what he's been trying to show me, you know? <laughs> full That's circle. weird. Yeah, it's, it's full circle. <laughs> full circle. <laughs> All right, ladies, do you guys have any counsel that we haven't touched on that you'd like to share with us or our listeners? I think that um, a big component of keeping joy, because here's the thing. We're human, mm-hmm. which means that we are not perfect. What? I know. <laughs> Speak for yourself. <laughs> and so even though um, we're called to do this and we are going to have a hard time obtaining it, honestly, the biggest thing I can say and like what I've done in my life is when I start getting like really upset about stuff and start having temper tantrums about things, mm-hmm. I'm ha- I'm being the poop, <laughs> as Rachel would like to say. Um, pray to him. Because I've noticed something. I've noticed something about my life is that I don't – want to talk to him when I'm not happy when I don't when I don't have joy do you know what I mean yeah. you're trying to avoid it at all costs because you're like well I know he's just gonna tell me truth just do it because then you're not gonna be playing this game of like you know hours of miserable trying to ration this out in your own brain if you just go directly to him even if you don't want to right at that moment if you go directly to him it will be such a better streamlined process yeah I agree <laughs> I think that Joy can be contagious in some ways. Mm-hmm. So like what you're saying about camp and us, um, that's not of me and Jamie at all. We go to bed on a good day. 12, maybe. Is that a thing? I said a good <laughs> she day. She said a good day. Oh, good okay. Day? Yeah, good. Like, you know, like, Are all the days bad? <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. Um, and then we get up. Yeah. I don't even know what time we get up anymore. Like four. But yeah. So roughly around that. So it's very little sleep. And then all day long, it's nonstop. Go, 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 go. This past year, Josh did a little oops and put some horrible name on our name tag. Oh, yeah. That? The coordinator. What yeah, was that? Messed that up. And so we literally like, we didn't get to sit in the devotions. We didn't get to do anything. It was nonstop. I think. You both had radios. It was literally nonstop. Jamie, Rachel, Jamie, Rachel, Jamie, Rachel. Mm -hmm. So we were running around everywhere all day. Mm -hmm. People wanting something from us (laughs) all day. (laughs) And every time I heard my name, it wasn't like, oh, like I really was. And I I think this is mutual between the two of us. Mm -hmm. I was so excited, like another opportunity to serve someone, Mm -hmm. another opportunity to do something for God and to be his hands and his feet here. So for the counseling for this, I guess, would be. Don't be afraid to hide your joy mm-hmm. and be willing to serve in it. Cause I think that's what brings us joy. We love, we're obviously very serving servants. Serving servants. <laughs> serving servants. We're serving servants. We're that kind of a servant. <laughs> and so, but that can bring you joy. And so I guess be his hands and feet and experience his joy and let it be contagious and and show it to others. I agree. Yep. yep. So one of the gold nuggets that I took from the last segment was something that Renee found. She found a quote from Elizabeth Elliot that says, the world looks for happiness through self-assertions. The Christian knows that joy is found in self-abandonment. If man will let himself be lost for my sake, Jesus said, he will find his true self. And I had stated that I believed that this self-abandonment will be something that you long to do once Jesus takes up residence. So do you somewhat agree, agree, strongly agree, or disagree? Look at their multiple choice. (laughs) It's always C. It's always C. (laughs) What is C? Strongly strongly agree. agree. Strongly agree. (laughs) Strongly agree. Um, So do you guys think that that self-abandonment will be something that yeah, will happen I, normally, you know. I think so because it is. It's the um, the whole point of Christianity is to get rid of yourself and put Jesus in. And so the more that you 
get rid of you and put him in, the more joy you're going to have because Jesus had joy in all of everything. Yeah. Even when he was being whipped, even when he was nailed to the cross, he yeah. had joy. And so if you're able to take yourself out and put Jesus in, you're not going to have to worry about joy. Well, the more of yourself you're getting rid of, the mm-hmm. more of him you're putting on. Mm-hmm. And if he is your joy, then the more of him you're putting on, yeah. the more joy you're going to get. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that when when God is changing us um, into be when when we are becoming more like Christ, we we kind of put up a little bit of a fight or resistance because within ourselves, our flesh wants to be us. Yes. It wants to be us, you know, and the more we become like him, we're looking at ourselves like we're we're nothing like us anymore. Mm-hmm. We you know, and that's the whole point of it is to, you know, when we're changing into being Christ-like, um, but it's so foreign to the world yeah. to not be us. But yeah. you know, the good thing about that is it's not foreign to our church. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. just to sit back and watch everybody and to look at their lives, how much they have changed over the last few years since this C word happened yeah. mm-hmm. um, is just absolutely amazing because I feel like a lot of us, if not all of us have transformed into some, somebody that he's pleased with. And yeah. it's it's because of him. We're all changing together as a body of the church. Mm-hmm. And I just think it's fascinating. You can see that most of us have more joy than we've ever had in all right. of our lives. Mm-hmm. And it's because of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was definitely a reset. The yes. Sea World. We're gonna say COVID. Okay. Because we're just gonna be up I know up front real <laughs> down and dirty. We're gonna use those dirty words. COVID. Um it was a reset. And that's kind of what I looked at it as when it first began. Mm-hmm. I mean, we when we were talking in April, I'm like, I just feel like it's a a reset. And I really do believe that. It, now, that does not mean that we haven't fallen back into some of our old habits. Oh, and yeah. I think that those need to be re-assessed, yeah. re, um, basically. Um, but I am not the same person I was two years ago. Mm-hmm. It's hard to say. Two years ago. It's been <laughs> two years. To, it's, years. Yesterday was the 19th. And I think on March 19th in 2020 was the day that we went uh, work from home. I think so. We left we mm-hmm. left the office. And shortly after that, then we um, we stopped having in-person service, mm-hmm. you know, for a little bit. Um, but I'm not the same person. Yeah. And I really think that our joy, you know, of the core people for sure um, has definitely grown. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if grown is the right word or it's 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 changed. That's oh, yeah, definitely. definitely changed. Well, ladies, it's been real fun. Mm-hmm. We appreciate okay. you guys being with us. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah, I'm good. Well, I'm sure you'll be back sometime yep. or another. Yep. I'm sure. <laughs> Whether by force or willingness. Out of guilt. Yeah, <laughs> guilt. You've been dragged. You well, they have to because they're our kids. So yeah, that's true. Exactly. Um, they don't have a choice. I've enjoyed it. Me too. Mm-hmm. It's been a lot of fun. It brings me happiness. <laughs> brings me. Yeah, it does. It brings me joy to talk about joy. The joy. Yeah. Down in my heart. Yep. <laughs> Where? Should should we end with that song? I mean, I've got the joy, 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 joy down in my heart. Where? Down in my heart. Where? Down in my heart. I have the joy, 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 joy down in my heart. Where? Down in my heart. Today. Stay. Does anybody <laughs> know today. the song? It's not today. It's just day. <laughs> but... Okay. Uh, listen, I don't have to. I don't have to know the song That's to right. have joy. Nope, nope. All right. So next time mm-hmm. we will be talking about. Is it long suffering? No. no. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. You see, I'm just not know my next joy or my next <laughs> my fruit. I don't know my next joy. <laughs> uh, peace. 
Oh yes, I'm excited. I should have known that. I, I'm excited about yeah. talking. About I have it wrote on my paper. I just haven't started. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're really excited about that. We'll spend the next um, month, April, talking about peace, which is, I think, is a good subject mm-hmm. to talk about in April because Easter is there, mm-hmm. and He came that we would have yep. um, peace, peace, yep. and peace that elaborate. passes understanding. Yeah, and I don't want to elaborate too much on that. Mm-hmm. But so until next time, thank you. See ya. See ya. Bye. Bye. We thank you for joining us for our Goodness and Gracious podcast. We pray that this was a blessing and encouragement to you. If you would like more information about our women's ministry we have to offer, or you would like to contact us, please visit our website at www.sandhillfwb.com slash women. We hope you will join us next time, and until then, we pray God blesses you with his goodness and gracious.